What characteristic do women want most in a real man? Often at a funeral, when I ask family or friends if they want to say anything about the departed, if the person has this quality, they are honored. If the person does not have it, they are reluctant and often unwilling. So, what is it? Well, obviously it isn't money, at least I hope that's obvious. It's not power, although some people might say something positive about an individual for the sake of scoring points with the person's successors. It's not how good-looking a person was. It's not where they lived. It's not the kind of car they drove. It's not the labels on the clothes that they wore. It's not the job they had. It's not the title. It's not their achievements. There is a quality that is required for a real man, and without this, nothing else really matters. Certainly there is no way that even love will long survive without it. Remember the Velveteen Rabbit's question, what is real? That same question was asked in another way two millennia ago by a Roman provincial governor in Palestine, when Pilate asked Jesus, what is truth? We constantly hunger for truth, for realness, whether it is in a person, a thing, or an idea. The single most important quality of a man, or a woman, is integrity. Integrity, honor, truthfulness. Whether or not a person keeps their word, whether they can always be counted on, it goes along with faithfulness, commitment. Being real is rooted in integrity, the consistency between what someone claims to be and what they really are. It is far more important than just about everything else, for without integrity, you really don't have anything at all. No love, no respect, nothing. A Canadian research study done in 2003 surveyed over a thousand people about what they want most in a man or woman. Interestingly, physical attraction was far down the line, although it was more important to men than women, and sexual performance was at the bottom of the list. At the top of the list, integrity. Second on the list, respecting the other person's independence. Third, there was a division of opinion. Women want a man who will genuinely listen. Men want a woman who is intelligent. One of the best things a child can say about a departed parent is, they were always there for me. Love is there for you when you need that person. On an Oprah show one day, I watched a very sad parade of relationship partners who had failed the other person miserably. As one wife put it to her husband, when I most needed you to be there for me, you bailed out. One of the greatest tributes I ever received was when my youngest brother said to me, at the time in my life when I needed you the most, you were there for me. When a wife or a child says that about the man in their life, you know that love is alive and well. The highest thing that a woman can say is, I could always trust him. Trust is the sine qua non of any life relationship. Love never survives where there is a lack of integrity, a lack of trustworthiness. You cannot stay in love with someone you cannot trust. Without trust, a relationship will most certainly fail. In his play, The Goodbye Girl, Neil Simon writes a poignant statement by the heroine who explains why she is afraid to commit to a relationship. She says, every time you start to trust a man, 
they take you away at the end of the movie. Integrity is strong enough to hold things together in the fiercest storm, but it is also fragile beyond our imagination. Only one lie, and it's gone. Forever. Never to be regained. Attorneys tell me that in a courtroom, once a person is caught telling a lie, their testimony no longer has any credibility. If we lack integrity, people will not pay attention to us. Bert Decker expressed this in his landmark book, You've Got to Be Believed to Be Heard, about how integrity engenders emotional commitment, the basis of effective communication. Integrity implies constancy. We want the person we love to be trustworthy, reliable. We want to be trustworthy. Considering ourselves trustworthy is at the core of having good self-esteem. We are made to want to trust others. We desperately want to be able to trust the authority figures in our lives, spouse, family, close friends, religious leaders, teachers, all those who have any kind of authority over us. We want to feel safe if we entrust any part of ourselves to them. We are devastated when they fail us. We are all but destroyed when that failure is at the most personal level. And if we are betrayed often enough, we become cynical and capable of either giving or accepting trust. Integrity alone is not enough, for it can be harsh, unfeeling. We look for a balance of uncompromised integrity and unconditional love in a man. Both of these are promised in the wedding ceremony. The traditional wedding vows include the phrase, and thereto I pledge thee my troth. That is, I promise for now and evermore to be completely trustworthy, faithful to you, deserving of your respect and support. Integrity is not for sale at any price. A person of integrity is trustworthy at every level, at every moment. They behave with integrity because that is an indelible part of their character. It is only logical, therefore, that we should want the same characteristic in the God we commit ourselves to, and we want it perfectly and to an infinite degree. We want the God we worship to be trustworthy, to know who we are, to love us, to care about us as individuals, who acts in our interest because they want what is good for us, not just wanting something from us for them as was so often characteristic of the gods of classical mythology and ancient civilizations. In religious terms, the opposite of integrity is hypocrisy. Some people think they can have it both ways. I remember a shopping excursion with my daughter when we saw a coat label that read, Genuine Imitation Leather. In religion, faith has to do with whomever or whatever we choose to put our trust in. We can't have faith in someone we cannot trust. It's a contradiction. To show the circular reasoning, let's put it another way. You cannot put your trust in someone you cannot trust. To do so is sheer folly. But if integrity, honor, trust, and love are evident in abundance, we can commit ourselves to such a God and follow their commandments without reservation, without fear, without doubt. We can experience faith as it was meant to be experienced, to be lived. There is no limit to the richness of the relationship that can result. It's your choice, and it will make all the difference in your world, now 
and later. Choose well.